Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is a Lip Media Podcast. In this podcast, you'll hear swear... <laughs> swear a swear! <laughs> Hey, welcome to the FOD Pod. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jade. And we're here to help you through the motherfucking pain of a breakup. Oh, and the motherfucking pain of this fucking year. Yep. We've just been chatting about the fact that I've been crying nearly every day. And it's just generally been fucked. Hmm. We've had bushfires. We've had a pandemic. We've had race riots. We have. It's been fucked. It's been a fucked time. Yeah, it really has. So I think we're all going through stuff. And if you're also going through a breakup on top of that, then I can't. Well, actually, I can imagine because I have been going through a breakup as well. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So it's And even if you're just um, single in the midst of that, like I am, Mm. it's it's a tough time to be single when you're in isolation. Yeah, because it sort of feels like you will be single forever it does and if that's what you want then that's awesome speaking of being single in isolation we're no longer in isolation that is true i'm here in in wa we are back in real life is it, are you saying wa yes oh stop it <laughs> wa me and sarah are actually in the room together it is so um, strange being in the room with you but lovely i mean we've had to sit in the room together for a few hours to just acclimatize ourselves before we could even talk do you know i staged the room before you came did in? you really <laughs> You are a shaman. I, even though all my family are very medical people, I've sort of leaned into the spiritualness of things and saging things is one thing I enjoy doing. So yeah, I infused the room with love for you. Great. I hope you felt it when you came in. I mean, I I felt a lot of um, power from this backdrop here. Do you want to describe what's going on behind me? I'd love to describe it so a year or so ago Jade and I decided to do a fuck off and die photo booth which is like a wedding photo booth but not shit so instead of holding signs that say Mr and Mrs we have signs that say free as fuck it's a good thing what what else do the signs say thank you next thank you next and then you can hold axes and knives and you stand in front of a velvet vagina which uh we made and it's I thought the pom-pom was homemade and I was like, wow, Sarah's so clever. She made this amazing giant, like it's like a 15 centimeter pom-pom. And I am clever. Um, And I was so, so, so impressed. But who made the pom-pom, Sarah? It wasn't you, was it? It was probably some small children in a country that got paid very little and I bought it. We're part of the problem. I think little kids need jobs too. So I bought the pom-pom and it doubles as a clitoris for the photo booth and I set it up as a backdrop for our studio today. And it is giving me warm fuzzies. I do like it. There's nothing like having a massive vagina behind you to make you feel safe and secure. And then in front of me, I've got a full-length wall-to-wall mirror. So I was sitting there first, and then I've been feeling a little bit down about myself. So when I was looking at myself in the mirror, I was like, I can't do this. But I know for a fact, because it has been recorded and shared, (laughs) that Jade likes looking at shiny surfaces. Yeah. So I thought that would just, like, make her feel good. 
Yeah. So I thought I'll look at the vagina. Jay I'm can just look preening at- and grooming as we're <laughs> recording. Also, these, like you said, kind of like a Zoom combo because you can sort of see yourself yeah. as you're talking. Yeah. But instead of being a small rectangle in the corner of the screen, I'm wall to wall. Which is way better. Wall to wall date is amazing. Also, did you find it weird when you were having Zoom meetings? I had a Zoom therapy sessions. Oh, and that then is weird. I started crying, and I saw my cry face. I'm gonna take a photo of this, and you can put it on the Instagram. And I said to my therapist, "This is what you have to look at all the time. That's so awful that you have to see that." That's what you said. Yeah, because I'm like, you have to look at my cry face. I didn't know what it looked like. Oh, it's rough. awful. Your face scrunches up. You kind of look like you're doing a poo. Mm, it feels so good mean. though why are you so mean to yourself but that's the thing at this point in time for some reason i've been really negative to myself which is why i started doing skincare because it feels like a self-love routine yeah you just like wipe sort of fluids over your face and feel <laughs> like you're getting younger you oh know, hey you know we've got exciting news we, we didn't even <laughs> we covered we, we skipped over our exciting news no i was gonna say it i was waiting to oh. say it i was just waiting for you to take the photo i did yeah you did Okay, you say the news. No, no, you say the news. Okay. It's, it's so exciting. We are part of a podcast family. It's called Lit Media. <gasps> ah, it's so exciting. We're the creepy uncle um, of Lit Media. And uh, it's run by a dude called Dan Gregg, who is a fucking legend. Thank you, Dan. Um, and they do podcasts by women and the LGBT plus community. So we're filling the women hole. Oh. I know. I said that. We, we've just re-recorded. She like eyeballed me like really forceful eye contact as she said that. Yeah. Because I have no social niceties anymore. I've forgotten what they are. So we're all being fully weird. Um, or at least I am. I don't consent to your level of eye contact. Not consent to eye contact. I'm not touching <laughs> you. I'm just staring at you. And I do have big googly eyes. So we're really excited to be part of the family. This is our maiden Thanks podcast. for having us. Thanks for having Hope us. You don't regret it. No regrets. <laughs> uh, and they have some really awesome podcasts in their network, which you should totally check out. Like the gays are revolting. I was watching that today. Watching that. Yeah, watching it. Like I watch it on my phone, and I just watch the you just little watch the <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, God, they really need to have some more visuals for this podcast. <laughs> Do you always watch the time tick away? I as do. You it's to really – it adds – it kind of – it's like watching an episode of 24. Like you just <laughs> don't know when – you know it's going to end soon and you you kind of just feel the suspense. So Wow. Um, so we're really excited about that and to also be in the same room ogling each other and to be here for you because if you are going through heartbreak, it's really fucking shit and we It's want fucked. It. And we're feeling it and like we had a little off-air conversation earlier about how we, we're feeling – Pretty, what's the word for it? Fragile at the moment? Yeah, totally fragile. Because all of the shit that's going on around us in the world, like it's kind of amplifying our emotions um, and our personal experiences and our responses to them are all heightened by the amount of stuff that we're juggling just by existing. Just by existing. I would say I feel a little bit hopeless, except for when I'm putting my vitamin C cream on my face and I <laughs> I feel brighter but um it's all it's sort of been those little things that have have sort of helped me get through the day little self-care gestures yeah 100 percent. do you want to know what my self-care is you're going to be so grossed is it out masturbating no oh disappointed <laughs> you creep <laughs> um no I have been working out oh I'm so lot. proud of you thank That's you so I'm healthy. proud of me too because it's really hard 
Why couldn't you just get a crack addiction like everyone else? Oh, it's too hard. It is. I'm so lazy. I'd get, rather work out. It's easier. You get so much done mm. at first. Mm. But then apparently that wears off and you just get scabs on your face. Mm. Yeah. But you do look great. Thank you. I also think it's more important about how you feel and I can tell I feel amazing. You are sort of glowing. I'm really strong. That's I could probably lift up this table with I, one finger. I felt when you walked in the room that you could probably punch me in the face I'm practically really the Hulk now. <laughs> I feel fragile, but I look strong. You look strong and you look great and you always do. Um, and I like having attractive friends because I have to stare at them. It's better than staring at podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Maybe next time you're listening to a podcast, you can just look at a photo of a me photo as you wait you. for the time to I have through. a photo of you in my room. It's pretty it's Again, pretty lovely. you creep. When I'm getting dressed, I look at it. Because it makes That's it. That's when you it, look at actually, it. Actually, well, because I'm, it's in the, on the cupboard. So I am looking at it when I'm getting dressed. Mm-hmm. But it cheers me up. I have It's so not that, just you. I have other people I like on my mm-hmm. mirror too. And motivational quotes that tell me that it's going to be okay. I just walk everywhere in my house and there's just signs that say it'll be okay. You know, I actually was telling someone about this yesterday about talking about body image and feeling shit. And I was like, I understand that because that is kind of my default setting. But this like egomaniac version of me that you've all become accustomed to, the budgerigar, she, she has evolved out of having every mirror in my house has one of our fuck off and die stickers on it. Oh my God, I love it. Which all, like there's two stickers. One says sexy as fuck and one says hotter than hell. And so every time I see my face, I also see this messaging and it's actually started to change. Oh my God, that's so great. My my first response when I look at my face is always like to read the words. And so I just have that association now. I look at my face, I'm like hotter than hell. It is hotter than hell. I mean, I have it on my mirror too, but I guess my programming has been... Is, is a little bit more ingrained. Maybe you just don't look in the mirror as often as I do. You're yeah. not reading it as often as I am. Maybe. But I do find that those signs are really awesome. And they're getting so many favourites on Etsy, but no one's buying them. So mm. I don't know what's up with that. Maybe they're priced too high. They're worth it. They are totally worth it. They're not priced that You can high. buy self-esteem like like from us. $30 or something like $30 that. $30 is nothing for self-esteem. They, make, they do make you feel it's good. It's so much cheaper than therapy. I think that... If you are going through heartbreak right now, we're here for you and we've got some cool stuff lined up. And we feel you. We feel you. We can't even pretend to be above it right now. We're, no. we're in it and we feel it. We feel it. That's the middle. That's the right. Are you going to do some beatboxing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is a part of the podcast where I take an activity from the book that we made. Yes, there's actually a book. This podcast is based on a book that Jade and I made because we are amazing. Does it feel like this podcast was brought to you by Fuck Off and Die and all of our merch? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. The merch that no one buys. Please buy our merch. Also, heaps of the stuff we sell, part proceeds, go to women escaping domestic violence, which is something that we're really fucking passionate about. Uh, so when you do buy something from us, you're also being a badass and Helping these amazing fucking women. And if anyone needs help escaping a breakup, it's them. So the activity I want to go through today is from the final chapter of the book. And it is called Burn Baby Burn. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So I just want to preface this segment by saying a whole shitload of Australia went on fire recently and it is absolutely fucked. So when I'm talking about the magic and wonder of fire, I'm talking about it in a responsibly located fire pit and not out of control and fucking up people's lives. 
Thank you for acknowledging the loss. Okay. Because it's weird. Like that was all we talked about months ago. And now there's all those, those people are going through that plus COVID plus everything else going on. So big love to those people. But fire can be amazing in some ways, of course. That's You've done I'm, some research for us? I've done some research. Normally I back up activities with some kind of science, but today I'm backing it up with shamanism. <laughs> so I'm just going to read you the chapter from the book. Burn, baby, burn. Yes, we're fully aware of the connotations behind burning books, but trust us, this is different. We gave you a book of matches because sometimes it feels good to burn shit. And while his house and possessions are a good-looking option, we strongly argue he's not worth the jail time. If you're into energy, you could say that all of the hurt and heartache you poured into this book can be released in the smoke and ash of a responsibly located fire pit. Letting go is a big part of getting over the fucked up pain of a breakup. We know a bit of fire isn't going to take all the hurt away, but meaningful gestures are healing in their own special way. So if and when you feel ready, light the fire. Trust us when we say you will burn bright again. That's beautiful. It's true, you will, even though it might not feel that way right now, you will burn bright again. So this is something that I have found so amazingly helpful through all of the breakups I've been through through my life and that is taking something meaningful from the relationship when I feel ready, setting it on fire and through that tokenistic gesture just sort of letting go. And I did a little bit of reading about fire ceremonies and apparently they're the core of many shamanic traditions and they often happen on a full moon. I've never thought about what the moon's doing. I just do it when I feel like it. But fire is known as the most rapid form of healing and transformation. The symbolic essence of the fire ceremony is to release old ways of being, to let go of old stories and drama. And through this comes a rebirth, the transformation and the renewal. Cool. Research. Jade was on her phone, so she's probably... Oh, it's so the reason why is because when you were talking about burning bright again, I just had this flashback to a poem that I read in high school and I have never been able to find it again, but there's just this one line in it and it was like, um, woman whose eyes burn like funeral pyres and I just cannot get it out of my head, but I also can't find it to actually reference it or know what it was. Was it from like an old school poet? Yeah. Like a feminist poet. Not Plath. I'm just trying to think of the poets you would have studied in high school. So I think the thing behind this activity is that even though nothing can take the intense pain away, doing sort of small, meaningful, tokenistic things can just feel fucking good. Yeah. Uh, And I have always enjoyed lighting things on fire, obviously, in a place um, that's safe. Well, it's primal and elemental, isn't it? Fire. Yeah, and it's it's also, yeah, like I said, like it's a gesture to show – that you're moving forward with something and then even just taking the ash and throwing that out somewhere like on into onto the river or it's also taking a moment to acknowledge what's happened and what you want moving forward which I think is really cool yeah have you ever set anything on fire um no but I did actually I don't have a paper shredder I had some documents that I needed to destroy and I tried to set them on fire and I set off my house alarm um, because my smoke alarm is very efficient. Um, Which is good. Yeah, but it was like really stressful. Totally stressful. Yeah. Well, I did it the other day. So I had a good riddance list I was carrying around for my last ex and it was really weathered and it was just to remind myself of all the reasons why we weren't together. So when I missed him, I could just read that. And then when I didn't need it anymore, I set that on fire on my dad's balcony, but I used 
a like a little tea light in a piece of glass in some glass and then in a bucket and then the glass shattered everywhere so you had in a bucket totally that's you need it in some kind of a bucket but don't use glass that's what I discovered good lesson yeah it was kind of cool though as well but sad because it was a really nice glass thing (laughs) got set on fire it got set on fire nobody set it on fire (laughs) it just got set on fire it was me and also like (laughs) the other thing me and my housemate in Margaret River we have a big log pile that we are setting on fire and we're building an effigy to middle-aged white men and setting that on fire and I am so excited about it I'm so scared of you I think you should be proud of me and excited that such an amazing person is your friend Mm-hmm. So now that I've told you how to feel, okay, can I tell you more about the effigy? Sure. Okay, so an effigy is like, a, you know, a, 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 not a totem? No, is that the right word? Yeah. So we are making it out of hay mm-hmm. and she's got like a high-vis jacket that she needs to get rid of because she works on the mines. So we're dressing him up and putting pillows in him and we're going to put a face on him and then put him in the fire and he's just every man that's ever just made crude sexual remarks about us in business meetings or on the mines, because obviously that's somewhere that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Any dude that's ever made us feel uncomfortable or touched us inappropriately, uh, we're letting all of that go by burning him to the ground. Okay. I think when you put yeah. it that way, though, it does sound quite intense. Oh, it already sounded intense. I feel like with ex- explanation, at least it seems justified and intense. Yeah, yeah. We, I think we just thought it would be funny and cathartic. Just make sure that nothing in there is toxic. No, just the masculinity. <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Do you want me to do the listener question? <laughs> I would love you to do it. What is the listener question? Okay. How do you deal with finding out that your ex is trash talking you? You murder them. No, that was a joke. (laughs) You don't. Also, because a lot of people do get murdered by their exes, so it's not really funny. Not funny. How do you deal with finding out your ex is trash talking? No. How do you deal with finding out your ex is talking trash about you? Oh, you don't murder them. But what do you do, Jay? Um... I would just ignore them. Okay. Because I you, am so evolved. No, you actually are. And this is why I like having you around because you're very boundaries driven and you're very clear about what is okay and not okay. I am someone that has an overt and pathological desire to be liked. So when I hear someone is talking trash about me, it upsets me a lot. Okay. And I've what had did to, you do? I've actually had to deal with this in my mind 
Um, I've thought about Sorry, it. Did you say you've had to deal with it in your mind? Yes, I've thought. But not through. in real life. Well, you don't deal with it IRL because there's nothing I don't think you that you can do. Oh, okay. I see where you're going. Because I'm like, what? <laughs> if they're going to trash talk you, unless it's actual defamation and destroying your business or oh, that's yeah, that's your different. reputation, and yeah. obviously you might have to step up and take them to court. If they are just doing that kind of trash talk that happens after a breakup, the way I see it is a rational person will be able to see that there's two sides to every story. And if they're going to stop liking you because of what your ex is saying, they probably weren't that good a friend anyway. Yeah. But when I hear someone trash talking their ex, I can usually see that they're hurt. In a lot of cases, I think, yeah, he did sound like a dickhead or she did sound like a dickhead. But I generally can see that what goes on in a relationship is between those two people. And Totally. And when someone's talking trash about their ex to me, even if it's my friend that's doing the trash talking, I, I think I can simultaneously empathise for that my friends had a really, really fucked experience. Yeah. And that also the things, unless they've actually done something that's, you know, really abusive or something, in the most cases a breakup is just two people that are incompatible, mm. not one person that's criminally violent and the other person that's incompatible, you know. So yeah. in in the case where it is just <laughs> totally burped. <laughs> in the case where it is just that incompatibility but people are hurting, they're going to say things that they don't necessarily even mean themselves, you know. 100%. And that is part of you know, you've got to vent and that's what your friends are there for. Yeah, you should totally trash talk your ex to your friends, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to take on board what you're saying. Yeah, and, and hate him and or, hate or him her. Or her. Um, and I think, though, if if there are people out there that listen and then don't like you, that's also something that you just can't control. You can't control whether people like you or not. They're going to make their own decisions and they've also got their own biases. Yeah, and also, you know, yeah, if these people already know you, um, or your reputation, like what one person says about you isn't going to change or damage that. You build up that identity or that reputation over, you know, years of moving through the world. I have to say, though, like after, I guess, it's happened a few times, but after my marriage broke down and I was with him for nine years, I found it really hurtful how, you know, I knew his family and his friends for so long, like they were my family, and then some of them, unfriended me and never spoke to me again and I found that really difficult at the time now I understand that people just do what they do and they cope with things in their own way but I felt hurt that all of that relationship could just be nullified yeah I can understand how it would be hurt I I block and remove everyone do you out of my life yeah from breakups related to the person um I'll I'll at the very least unfollow and hide them yeah um, but the actual person you're breaking up with or all of their relatives? All of their friends and relatives. Because okay. I don't want to see yeah. them pop up in my feed accidentally. Or, yeah, you that know. makes perfect um, sense. Uh, but I was thinking with this trash talking thing, to flip it around, have you ever felt the need to warn someone about an ex? Oh, like about, if, if, if your ex starts dating someone new, oh, have you ever felt so strongly about that level of toxicity of that person that you felt the need or felt the urge, maybe not the need, that the urge to go and warn that person? I have, about yes. Them? Have you ever actually done it? No, because the opportunity didn't arise. And it would have, if I had done it, it would have been just after the breakup when I was at peak 
fucking crazy level. And would it have been trash talk or would it have been... I would have said something snide like watch out about blah, blah, blah in relation to something he'd done. Yeah. Even though someone's past doesn't define their future, but I would have just been so hurt I fantasised about doing that. But I never did it. Yeah. I've definitely felt like I should do it, but then I've never done it because also like even... Like you want to, you want to forewarn people, you want to spare people the pain you've been through, but it might be, they might've changed. It might be different with someone else. Like, yeah, and you, you've had a lot of, I feel like you have a lot of friends that date the same people. Yeah. I don't really have that. Like they just disappear from your yeah, life. Yeah. All afterwards. my, all the exes, they just disappear into like the sewage or something where the fun? exes go. The ex sewage. Most of my exes move overseas and I'm always devastated when they don't. <laughs> But yours just recycle. They seem to, yeah. So I can see why. Like I probably would want to say something. If it was something like he had or she had been abusive. I feel like if if you're genuinely concerned for someone's safety, that's Mm. different to trash talk. Or if they just started dating them and they're at that phase like, "Mm, what do you think of Jeff? And you're like, "Mm, Jeff's actually a dickhead. I know this because he's dated three of my friends and he's done the same thing Mm. every time. So your friends can trash talk your ex? Well, yeah. I mean, we have a great friend who I won't name who I just love her because she will throw her whole body and soul behind trash talking your ex, even though you've told her nothing about him. Just oh, yeah. Pure I know who you're talking about. And she is, is your a ex. ride or die bitch. She is, and I'm like, fuck, I love you. Yeah. Everyone needs a friend like that. Yeah. I always offer to murder my friends' exes, but like obviously I would never do it. I'm too lazy. Well, I guess you're relying on that none of your friends are unhinged enough to take you up on it. <laughs> but I just feel like it's just what a good friend says. Sure. You know, it's the intention. It's not the actual action. Yeah. Well, yeah. If if my friends are going through a breakup, I'll usually do the I I hate your ex. Not you necessarily or- because I hate them so much as just I want to show solidarity for my friend. And once they calm down, we all calm down. I thought you did hate the exes, though. I do hate your exes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to clarify, I do hate Sarah's exes. Oh, which is so handy because if I ever feel like that feeling of wanting to go back to them, I literally call Jade and ask her to list all the reasons why they were wrong for me. So I'm allowed to trash talk your exes. I ask you to. But your I exes aren't allowed it. to trash talk you. Is that is that where we're landing with this question? Yeah, no one's allowed to trash talk me because it upsets me way too much. But I've had to let that go. I've struggled with that. So, yeah, I, I I, kind of come from this, like, my mindset is kind of like, I don't really give a fuck if people don't like me. Mm. So with the exception of the people that I really care about. But obviously. I think that's smart. I and think, I, th- I think that's really all you can do in this situation is mm. like fake it till you make it. Even if you do care, you have so little control over what your ex oh, is yeah. doing or saying. And all you can do is behave with as much dignity as you can and yeah, hope totally. that the whole thing blows over. And it, it is crazy making to know someone's talking shit about you. The reasonable people will see through it. Yeah. And the unreasonable people won't. But fuck unreasonable people. You don't need them around anyway. Totally. I think we nailed that question. Yeah. yeah fuck yeah. Do you have a quote that you want to share, Sarah? I do. I have two, but I, I have like a, oh, no, they're both sort of serious. Um, okay, I'm going to do this one because it makes me feel good. Whatever you are looking for is looking for you too. And that's by Saul Williams. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It, whatever it is is out there. 
I like that. Finds a million dollars. <laughs> There's just a million dollar bill crawling around the sidewalks asking after Sarah. Have you seen Sarah Robinson? <laughs> Why am I American? <laughs> um, so mine, the, my quote that I wanted to share, oh, I've got so many quotes that I want to share, but I think the one that's really resonating for me right now is never make someone a priority when all you are to them is an option. And that's from Maya Angelou. That's a really powerful quote. Do you live that? Do I live that? Yeah. No, the reason I'm feeling that is because I oh. definitely um, lived the reverse of that. And now you're living into now the, the I'm realizing. The well, now I'm just realizing the mistake I made and trying not to make the mistake again. Yeah, because I found recently I'm really living into that. Good for and you. Really I'm cool. proud of you. But it's something like a switch in my brain that I had to make. And once you're into it, it's pretty great because then it's literally like less energy. Yeah. I always say, if they're not into it, they can go fuck themselves. This podcast was recorded on Wajak Noongar country in Perth, Western Australia. Our theme song was written by Naomi Robinson and Josiah Padmanabong. For more of our blogs or to check out our awesome shop, head to www.fodbook.com. When we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and three hundred and sixty-five day returns.